Hey, welcome back to another episode of Dawson Dudes. Tonight, we review Season 3, Episode 22, The Anti-Prom. I'm Brian. And I'm Chris. We're the Dawson Dudes. Dude, prom! Anti-prom. Oh. Well, I'm, uh, you know what? I'm team prom. Or anti-prom. I'm anti-prom. Yeah, I'm anti-prom. I'm 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 proud prom. <laughs> <laughs> You've been a proud prom for a long time. Yeah, I mean it's just it's um, Western tradition, and it's the best. <laughs> Western prom. Western prom. Western shirts. Uh, curly mustaches. Curly mustaches. You know, Pro- you're into it. Proud prom. I love it. Yeah, love, proud prom. Signifiers. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're always screaming. Homecoming will not replace us. Homecoming will not replace us. Or winter formal, or as I like to call it, Hanukkah formal, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, like, none of that shit either. Yeah. Yeah. Proud prom. You say, you're saying it right now, and you like it more than you did 10 seconds ago. <laughs> it's catchy. Hey, man. There's one thing we know how to do. It's package stuff. Branding is everything. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. I don't think we are proud of this prom, though. Uh, I, I tell you, I don't, I don't like uh, people who are running it very much at all. I don't really love anybody in this episode that much everybody like there's no one with an ounce of fucking chill in the entirety of this episode like i i get jack point of view the most and have the most empathy Mm. for jack but everybody else um, i I felt bad for andy at the end there though yeah for the first half it's just like andy's like this is trifling but then yeah that last scene really uh, like she knew better too you know Yep. Before we get any further, let's just get into the episode. We start with a cold open. Joey and Dawson walking home from school. Mm-hmm. Already a surprising sign that they're trying to click back into the friendship thing. Yeah, and this is insane what Joey says here about their English final is having to recite the Canterbury Tales in perfect middle English as being a one-third of their grade. Oh, it's bananas. That's insane, dude. I read the Canterbury Tales in college, and guess what? By read Canterbury Tales, I stared at each one of the pages of the Canterbury Tales. Because Middle English, that's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. It's another one of those things where it's like the tropes, like, what's the episode where they're, uh, there's a, they have stay up all night, oh, the all-nighter. Where it's just like, uh, they have a test that's so needlessly difficult, but it's also like learning to recite the Canterbury Tales in perfect Middle English teaches you nothing other than boring recitation. And proves nothing other than your ability to memorize noises. It's like such a useless non-thing. Yeah, and for it to be a third of your grade is insane. Huh. You beef it because you're not good with languages that aren't modern English, and you, you end up with a D. Yeah, it's crazy. The English department of Capeside <laughs> High School is amongst the worst departments of any school anywhere. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they had Mitch teaching there for a while, so, you know. And you were happy he was there because he wasn't going to out a child. <laughs> At least. Ah, he's going to put him on the football team. Yeah. Dawson tells Joey, your pronunciation is perfect, and you don't have anything to worry about. You don't know middle English, you dickhead. <laughs> and he's like, but listen, I understand the uh, Potter neuroses. And he, she's like, let me let me get into the, the Leary neuroses, you fucking pieces of shit. <laughs> every single one of you. You're all monsters. <laughs> yeah. Every, every goddamn one of you are, are monsters, and my dad's in prison. 
Yeah, and as they get to the porch, Dawson brings up that when they were kids, they had made a pact to go to junior prom together, which is like, what a weird thing to like. Yeah, not even senior prom. <laughs> Just like, if we don't have dates for junior prom because, you know, you don't know how high school is going to shake out. We'll go together. It seems like Joe would be like, yeah, but we were kids and we were just talking bullshit. <laughs> I don't want to go with you, you weirdo. So because we made a foolhardy pact about the dumbest thing, we have to power through the obvious positions we are in now and just, like, do that? I don't want to do that. Joey makes me mad in this episode a lot. Oh, really? Yeah. That's interesting. I don't I don't like some things she does in it, and we'll get to that when we get to that. But, like, here's the thing. Joey, you know that Dawson likes you more than as a friend. You know, you know that. You know what the implications of going to prom with somebody are. Right. Especially... Somebody who's bringing up some fucking pact from like 10 years ago. Right. Yeah. Like, it's like, this is shit. To, yeah. It's like that creepy, like, remember this uh, super advantageous promise you made me a decade ago? She knows in her heart it's not a good idea. Yeah. And you know the intention. It's just like, don't do it, Joey. Don't go to prom with him. You don't have to. It's junior prom. It's not going to. Do what you think it's going to do. It's not going to fix your friendship. Right. And neither is what she's doing right now by implication, which is treating the friendship like everything's back to normal. Nobody wants to go to prom with their oldest friend. Like, that's not no, something. Yeah, that... yeah, yeah. No, it's just it'll just be, you know, me and my oldest friend. It's like, uh, sweet. <laughs> You're going to try to fuck a teacher there or something? You just need a ride? Like, I guess maybe, like, it's hard to say no. I get that. But then. That hard. <laughs> But then, like, you know, there's, like, Pacey to think about, too. You know what yeah. I mean? It's just, like, and and it's, like, it's going to put you in such a weird position. Just yeah. say no. Like, let's just all go as a group. Or, you know what? Let's uh, do like we did at that lunch on last week's episode where we'll all just go solo. And she says that thing where it's just, like, well, we could just not go because prom is dumb and meaningless. Right. Which, you know, call back to season one's going to school dances ethos. Where it's like, yeah, how about you embrace some of that? Yeah, but no, Joey, for whatever reason, trying to make things... She respects pacts. <laughs> a pact is a pact. I, you got... That is true. If we're just going to make pact that, oh, because they're so far off, we're just going to be like, those are silly childish pacts, then pacts mean nothing anymore to anybody. Yeah, was your, is your word your word or is your word not your word? <laughs> yeah. Should I have gotten this notarized? Also, young people, d don't ever make pacts about anything. Yeah, so as Joey reluctantly accepts the invitation or the pact. Not reluctantly enough. <laughs> the door opens and we see Mitch and Gale making out total season one Mitch and Gale. Oh, man. Season one is fuck, man. <laughs> and Joey's like, this is all too much for me. I gotta get the fuck out of here. What was I saying about the Leary's all being monsters? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so she books it and... Yeah. Get out of here. We cut two uh, credits. Hardest in my head or Paula Cole. Head in the clouds. Yep. Uh, it's Jan Arden for me. That's because you don't have the true love edition. It's, uh, it's been true of me uh, throughout <laughs> my life. There is a fan-made editions of all the episodes with the original songs all put back in. It's just like a self-edited with the um, songs back in. Got it. I, 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 thought you were, I thought you were literally saying that like uh, a group of people re-reenacted the entirety of the series just to put the songs back in. No, it's edited with um, mm -hmm. all the original music. Sure. 
Joey books it. Mitch tells Gail that she's late for the restaurant, and uh, he'll talk to Dawson about uh, what just happened. Yeah, I've, I've got uh, I've got time, and uh, uh, suddenly I'm a little more focused, so I'll, I'll talk to Dawson. <laughs> you know, Dawson's like, listen, you don't have to explain anything to me. I don't care. I just don't care. I didn't like it before. I don't like this now. Yeah, like, I don't care if, like, about your casual sex or whatever you guys need to do to get through life. I just don't care to leave me alone. And Mitch tells Dawson that this isn't just casual. We're getting in there. Well, like, we're trying shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> and Dawson's like, well, you guys getting back together? Mitch is like, well, I haven't really talked to her about it. And he's like, well, great. then don't fucking tell me anything. Uh, oh, yeah. It's like, great. It's like, this is different. This is more than that. What is it? I don't know. <laughs> and Mitch says, listen, I was married to your mother for 20 years. There's just things I know. I just know. Great. Great. You've been, your uh, compass has been real solid <laughs> for the last uh, two and a half seasons, Dad. I, I guess I'll just trust you. When you get that verbal confirmation, you let me know. All right? Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Make her repeat it to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ugh. More of this shit. Uh, we cut to... Deputy Doug's apartment. Pacey and Andy studying, which is like, what is this? Uh, Andy studying, and Pacey just doesn't want to be alone. Yeah, if I stare at this book hard enough, I won't cry. So, um, uh, come on over, Andy, please. Yeah, and so Andy like talks Pacey into going to the prom, which is like, I get it. I also get it on the one hand because it's a little echo back to like, oh, remember prom is exactly like the kind of thing that Andy would give a shit about. But it's just her wanting to go with her. Like, it's just like, come on. Yeah, of course. He is over you and into Joey. You're setting yourself up for heartbreak. Yeah. I don't care how much it looks like he's actually reading that book. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's, come yeah, on, it's like this entire episode is everybody taking turns and also sometimes in tandem just being like, I'm just setting myself up to hurt myself right yeah, now. Yeah, or hurt other people. Yeah, it's like, this is all pain. There's all pain around here. Yeah, nobody is being honest to themselves. Nobody is being honest to the people they're taking yeah. to the dance. Nobody's making a self-preservation decision. Just yeah, like... everybody is just being so dishonest to try to keep some kind of status quo or to, like, enact some set of scenarios that will make the other person fall in love with them again. Right. What's my button combo here? Very frustrating to see all the characters just like look truth in the eyes. So just like I'm not gonna face that. I'm gonna like try to like create something else. After this uh, scene was over with Andy and Pacey, I was like overwhelmed with the thought. You all know better than this. Everybody's acting like this is their first rodeo, and it's not. You know how all this is gonna end. It's gonna hurt. Yeah. So we cut to the Potter B and B. Joey telling Bessie that she has accepted Dawson's invitation to the prom, and now she feels like she made a huge mistake. Uh, no shit, girl. Uh, I'm Sherlock. I've come here to Watson to be told no shit. Yeah. And she says it like, like, like it's, a, it's a revelation she just came to, and it's just like, have you been on this show for the last few weeks? But, I mean, Bessie's like, what did you think was going to happen? And she's like, I don't know. I'm just trying to make things go back to the way they were. The way they were, but you don't feel the same way then as you do now so like how can you make it go back even you yourself don't feel the same way yeah so how can you make it go back yeah if you like even if you superficially move all of the pieces to something that resembles quote-unquote the way it was before it's like uh, then does joey have to hypnotize herself yeah bassie says to her like how could you be so naive and joey says i have to be i'm backed into a corner which is like no 
No, you're fine. You do have a choice. She says there's no appealing choice because no matter what choice, somebody gets hurt. Well, welcome to real life. No, you thought you were going to have one of those no consequences to any choice lives? <laughs> All actions have consequences. That's what Bessie told her the last episode. Yeah. Somebody's going to get hurt, and that's just the way it's going to be. Things will never be the same. And you just can't climb through a boy's window, watch E.T. with him, and think things are just going to go back the way they used to be. Here's the thing. Watching E.T. is not going to change anything. <laughs> It'll remind you that you love E.T., but this blonde boy is going to continue doing what he's doing. She tells Bessie that, like, you know, you've been kind of thin on the good advice lately. <laughs> uh, fuck <laughs> you running! <laughs> <laughs> and Bessie says, like, yeah, but your problems have no solution. Oh. Stop doing dumb shit. Stop. The only thing you can do is do what you want to do. Exactly. If everybody's going to get hurt, then you at least have to try to make yourself happy. Right. Yeah, which, that's that's, that's just facts, man. Everybody's going to get hurt, then maybe you should try to make yourself happy. Right. Or just, you know what? Run away. Start a new life. Also, life isn't about avoiding hurting people and getting hurt. Sometimes those are things you just have to do. Like sometimes your decisions will hurt other people, even though you don't intend to hurt them by your decisions. Absolutely. Like you can't help it if somebody likes you and you don't like them. Like That's not on you, Joey. Like that you don't have to suffer from that. Yeah. It's like twice as bad because it's just like, uh, he likes me and I don't like him. I'm just going to flagellate myself that I don't like him more, I guess. Yeah. Like, great. Sounds great. Self in, self-imposed purgatory. You gotta do you, girl. You gotta do Joey. And guess what? Yeah, guess what? You're not doing him any favors by, by yeah, you're not. doing you're doing. You're not. You're not doing huh. him any favors. You're not doing Pacey's any favor. You gotta do you. Yeah. And somebody's gonna get hurt because you do you, but them the brakes. Them's the brakes. That's you, baby. They'll get over it. They're resilient. They're white males. They'll get over it. Here's the thing. They both think that they deserve and are entitled to you, but... They think that about anybody, so, like, just as the sooner you can get clear, they can find another anybody. Listen, every person who is heartbroken is one potential relationship away from not being heartbroken anymore. Yeah. At some point, baffled that you were ever heartbroken. Yeah. And not even, like, in another relationship, just the potential of a new relationship. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, can, like, knock you out of being heartbroken. Oh, yeah. You got so much to focus on. possibility yeah yeah we cut to school lunch andy and jack having lunch jack having some problems of his pudding yeah, get get your pudding together man are you a pudding person no i don't i don't really like pudding me neither it's there's not it's not it's not substantial enough it feels like i'm it feels like i'm eating a like something that should be a sauce on something else <laughs> like it's basically some cake yeah, like this should be on top of a cake or it should be uh, somewhere else because I don't like it. And that You're a huge defender of Bill Cosby, though. I mean, I'm amongst his larger <laughs> defenders. And he tells Jack that she really thought Pacey was going to ask her after she did all that nudging, but he didn't. After, yeah. <laughs> he didn't really take the bait. He was going to like, mm, I don't think so. I don't want to go to, I don't want to go prom with you. That sounds shitty. <laughs> Why don't you go with Brown? Fuck you. Bye. <laughs> she asks if Jack has a date and who he's going with. Is it a dude? <laughs> and Jack says, well, I can't because the theme to this year's junior prom is couples. That's not a theme. No, it's not a theme. It's not a fucking theme. Couples. That's not a theme. 
It's entry on a list of who can attend this prom. Yeah. And then you have to state who your couple is, who your date is, to buy tickets. The way that this prom is like engineered to be a problem, it didn't they didn't have to do any of this. <laughs> Couples is not a theme. Like couples, yeah. Hey, you know, what's this year's theme? Uh, D- a DJ. Um balloons. Uh it's school dance. <laughs> balloons would be more of a theme than couples. Totally. There's different kinds of balloons that aren't uh, at a, a prom. Every prom couples is the theme then. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. every fucking prom is the theme is What's couples. The theme? What's the theme? Formal wear. Yeah, and so he says that you have to state the name of your date when you buy tickets, and you can't just go up there and, like, say Ethan's name. There's uh, implications to that. Yeah, and Andy says, like, don't you think they're going to know he's your date anyways when you show up? And this is like, we're kind of back into that Jack thing where Jack's like, he's not my date, date. He's just a friend. Right. Like, we're just going as friends. We're just, like, hanging out. be like... A self-actualization that, you know, everybody is denying their own feelings in this episode. Right. Nobody totally. is willing to accept their feelings. Yeah, yeah. Including Jack, which at least Jack, I can, like, empathize and understand why he, he's, like, mm-hmm. um, not ready to make those steps. Yeah. Uh-huh. Everybody else is being fucking uh, ridiculous. <laughs> You're being stupid. It's like, yeah. there's a Cool Keith song called I Don't Believe You, and it's literally, he lists, like, 50 things. It's it's literally like 50 lines and in between everyone he just says, I don't believe you. A bunch of times in this episode, I was just like, I don't believe anybody right now. We cut to Henry and Jen, and, you know, Jen's just like doing her usual Jen, like oh. prom is a stupid tradition kind of thing because she's not a traditionalist. Well, it's just Jen, you know, that's our Jen. I, I liked it. It was like, this was like uh, checking off a box, uh, checking off boxes real quick. It was yeah. like, uh, all right, and Jen doesn't like prom? Great, cool. We're, we're, uh, we're in it. But... Clearly, Jen wants to go to the prom with Henry. Who, despite going to the same school, seems surprised and taken aback that junior prom's in a week. It's like, it's junior prom. It's like, Jen here also trying to deny her own feelings about wanting to go to prom, but not having the balls to ask Henry. Henry asks himself for her. She says, yes, (laughs) she wants to go. And she says he'll he'll love to take her. And she's very happy. It's cute. Yeah. It's the one part of this shit that's cute. So we see Jack trying to buy tickets for the prom. And we have, like, I don't know, many more light here. Who's Karen like, Moore. Who is, like, the prom coordinator or whatever. Yeah, prom like, boss. Yeah. Yeah, so she is in tra- charge of prom. And, like, she's a total bitch. Yeah. She's telling Jack that a boy cannot go with a boy to prom. You know, because the definition of prom date is a boy and a girl, which, where's that in the Bible? Yeah, I'd like, I would like a citation, please. Clearly the Bible says, like, only a boy and a girl could go to prom together, Chris. Go to prom together? Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's, no, it's, it's one of those fucking uh, Deuteronomy, you know, crossing the desert rules. They, they had proms all the time. You know, Jack's like, I don't think it's any of your business why I take to prom. Just give me two fucking prom tickets. And she's like, no. I don't know why you feel the need to, like, Essentially, she's saying, like, why you had to force your gayness on the rest of us. Listen, this was going to be a real straight problem. Why do you have to, like, prance around with your partner? Yeah. Yeah, I instantly hate this one. And she says she can't sell him a ticket. It's like, what are you talking about? Fucking horseshit. She can't sell me a ticket. There are no rules. There are no rules. Well, I would, like, 
I, like I want her uh, like the manual she's using. You could or take whatever. a nineteen-year-old to prom. You could take a horse. That was that probably. was like the rule. You oh, could take uh, somebody yeah. two years older to two our prom. Two years older, yeah. Which is like you could take a fucking adult to our prom. <laughs> like, kind of must have felt so weird for all those adults. Barbara Johns here. She's like, what are you gonna do at prom anyways? Like dance uh, stubble to stubble and like take pictures. Yeah. And the regular prom stuff. Yeah, what am I gonna do at prom? Prom shit. The hell, bitch. Like you're like you're trying to like, you're trying to needle them, but it's just like name something um untoward. Yeah, like what are you gonna do? Guys gonna do butt fuck in the middle of the gym? Yeah, what are you guys gonna like hand hand job each other in the bathroom? Yeah, so she's terrible. Terrible. He should have just taken two tickets and just been like, all right, I'm out of here. Dawson comes up after him and buys two tickets. Wow. Uh, for the prompts and. Barbara here asks, who are you going with? And he's like, well, Joey Potter. And she says, like, ooh, guys are getting back together. And he's like, something ooh, like shit. that. And Pacey's just, like, sitting by, like, like just, like, three <laughs> hey, feet hey. away. Like, <laughs> I don't know why I sat here. This was a weird choice. Also, like, kind of outside Pacey not to defend Jack. Yeah. This guy got, almost got kicked out of fucking school for doing this this time he's like i'm nonplussed by it i don't i don't care that he's gay anymore i can't spit in her face <laughs> no andy jack joey and dawson outside of school just sitting on the steps just what can we do they can't do this to you this is so unfair you know they can't discriminate in you, against you and not allow you to go to the prom and jack says um listen i don't i don't want my whole life to be like political oh, like- thing like yeah, like fighting for stuff. Cause... Like I just want to like go to prom. You know, I don't want everything to be like Dude. a political <laughs> statement. Which is like I totally like feel for him in that moment of just like yeah, like sucks. Like why does everything have to be? His line read on I just wanted to go to prom just like punched me in the gut because <laughs> I was just like oh, because it, it's like that is that's it, man. He just wants he just wants to, to, go to, to go to prom. <laughs> Fuck. He's not trying to like no. send a message to anybody else at prom. He just wants to no. go to prom. And that's like most people just want to do normal stuff. They're not trying to like rub it in your face no. or like send a political message. They just want to be able to do regular stuff. They just want to be able to like go into a store and buy a goddamn wedding cake. Yeah. They weren't trying to like you know, they want to do regular people shit because they're regular people. Yeah, they always want to get married, <laughs> not because they're trying to defile whatever false beliefs you have. They just want to get married because they fucking love each other. And this store has cakes. <laughs> Dawson comes up with the idea that, like, hey, why don't we just have our own prom, a more accepting prom? Why pay $80 to go to Barbara John- John's stupid fucking prom? We have to hear yeah. our stupid fucking music. Look at our stupid fucking homophobic face. Like, why don't we just yeah. have our own prom and people, anybody could go to it and there's no restrictions. No. We could have it at LFF. The group that did um, Summer Girl. That's right? LFO. Oh, rest in peace. They did? <laughs> yeah, the, like the, the head guy's dead. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's sad. So we cut to LFF, Dawson trying to convince his parents that it'll be great for the business, you'll get your name out there, and all the ticket sales wafts at the cost, and they're like, of course we're going to do it, Dawson. We'll do anything for you. Yeah. Wait a minute. Is this about gay stuff? (laughs) (laughs) Mitch asks Dawson, sure, one question. Why do you want to do this? Why do you want to put this on? And Dawson's like, well, I'm trying to, you know, maybe facilitate my own big thing. Yeah. So I think he's talking about his dick. 
I mean, he's he's been trying to facilitate it for the last few days. I think he's trying to get it facilitated. I'm talking about Vanderdick. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah, it's like Dick's so big it's got extra parts of his last name. Yeah, so they obviously say yes, and he's super excited and happy. Woo-hoo! You know, we see that maybe Dawson's motives not all friend. Not uh, not uh, the pure. Hey man, we made a pact. We were friends. Yeah. He's got some big ideas, some big moments he wants to get off. I made a pact that I'm gonna get my dick wet. He leaves till he's like he's gonna put up some posters, sexy posters. Mitch and Gail have a conversation. You know, Mitch wants to have a conversation about where are we, where do we stand. You what know, is this? Yeah, and she, Gail's just like, this is this is this, this salty. <laughs> Listen, I want to know, am I just like your fuck puppy right now? And Gail does not want to have the conversation. At all. Yeah, she's just like, I just want to, I just want to fuck. I just want to, let's just see where it goes. You're Bob to me right now. So she totally just blows him off. Total, like, cold-blooded too. She's like, I don't want to talk about this shit right now. We cut back to school seemingly the next day. Andy and Jack have post up uh, next to Barbara for their anti-prom. Right. So we see these two, this couple walk up and they're like, leather jacket, tattooed, yeah. piercings, like, you know, goth kids or something. Yeah, you're your garden variety uh, goth child. Yeah. She's like, all the freaks are coming, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. All the freaks. All the freaks. Some of the geeks. Yeah, some of the geeks. This asshole. <laughs> Couple dweebs. The barber's just like, nobody wants to go to that stupid freak prom anyways. It's like, you literally just saw I had customers. And she, like, breaks up, like, she's like, you know, good Christian kids don't want to go to that shit. And she also does the putty from Seinfeld. At least I'm not going to hell. (laughs) It's amazing. Might have been my favorite moment of this show. Yeah, Jack's just like, listen, it's not about religion. We're just like, we're not bigots over here. No, you're dumb, bigoted religion. Chris, she thinks Eternal Damnation is a pretty good comeback. When you believe in dumb shit like that, you always think it's a good thing to say to somebody. You might as well be like, well, at least, um, uh, and like, like, try to, like, uh, uh, like, throw a lightning spell on them or something. We cut to Graham's house. She is taking measurements and... 36, 24, 36. Well, on Henry, I mean... Yep, he's got some <laughs> sexy boy. Hey, man. He's a it's very it's sexy a, boy. A, it's off season. He's uh he's let himself go. Yeah, she's like I would I was gonna throw this tux away, but I'm glad I kept it. And he's like I just I don't feel comfortable. It's like yeah, you're wearing a dead man's tuxedo. <laughs> like, yeah, it's still got it's still got like pieces of grandpa on it, and it's it's a tuxedo. Like formal wear is not supposed to be uh, comfortable. Grams goes out to get something. I think the kettle is on or something. Ah, she went to go smoke a cigarette. That's, that's like <laughs> Graham's secret that nobody knows. She's of the age that where everybody smokes a cigarette, you know, though? Yeah. Like, yeah, I was thinking that the other day. There's, like, yeah. watching, like, I Love Lucy and just, like, how everybody smoked on that show all the time. And as a kid, just watching that show, like, not not really thinking. I didn't ever think about them smoking. But now in a world where I haven't seen anybody smoked on TV. Or, oh, it looks insane. It's like, oh, this is insane. They just, like, smoked all the time. Yeah. So Jen and Henry have a little talk about prom and all the implications of prom, specifically sex. Banging. Do a lot of people lose their virginity in prom, do you think? Um, yeah. You know you hear it a lot in movies and television, 
But do you think in real life people lose their virginity at prom a lot? Um, I think, yeah, I think in the sense that, like, well, like, on a pure numbers level, yeah, like, I think a fair amount of people do. Like, we both know people who did. I lost my virginity at a winter formal. We're not at it. Yeah, I guess it feels, like, special, right? It's like a whole, it's like a whole day. It's like a whole day. What? Yeah. What better to cap a whole day, just... And it's, like, extra special, like, if, you get, if like, you and your girlfriend are just, like, uh, just a couple of real fucking squares. <laughs> so it's just, like, just, like, it's, like, extra meaningful because you believe in shit like that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Do the kids believe in shit like that anymore? No idea. Couldn't tell you what kid. Like, I got I got no answers for anybody with kids these days. Yeah. Yeah, what are, like, what are kids into? Jen says that, like, you know, prom sex generally sucks. You know, you're just fucking the back of a limo, and it's like, it's just, it's oh, not worth that anything. Sounds pretty, that sounds hedonistic <laughs> as fuck. And, it's, you know, I think it's better for us to just, like, not do it. Like, if we just agree that we're not going to do it. Henry's <laughs> just like, there's there's no world in where it's anything is better if we just don't have sex. <laughs> But yeah, he does say like, but we're gonna do it like, eventually, okay. right? No, yeah, no, he does. He, do, he does. Um, uh, I was, I like the way that the writers frame this because it seems real true to life. Where he's just like, listen, man, I'm not in a hurry. Like we don't gotta, like we don't have sex at prom. Not a big deal. And then yeah, like three beats, and it's like, but like we're gonna, like, because it's all I think about ever. Pretty <laughs> please. But yeah, it's that moment where it's just like. Well, the cool shit I thought we were going to do at prom is out. Because <laughs> I got to find another way to have fun. Yeah, but uh, she's like, yeah, we'll do it eventually. Maybe. Or, or maybe. I don't know. I'm not trying to make plans. Yeah, I don't know which way the wind blows. <laughs> it's like, um, we're talk- We're just talking about it now because it's, it's a special event. We cut to Andy and Pacey. They're just talking about the alternative prom and how, you know, and he's going, going to go by herself with just her friends because she doesn't have a date. And he's like, yeah. I thought you had like options. And she's like, no, I don't have any options. All right. And she's like, well, I just didn't, you know, I don't want you to ask me because of a pity date. I think you do. That's kind of, I don't, don't you think it's weird that nobody asked Andy to prom? It is weird. Although, I don't know, maybe the word's out that she's bananas. You know, your news travels fast in schools. Listen, if you told me that there was a girl at our school who was bananas, that's the first girl I'm going to ask for prom. Hell yeah. We, we, you and I would be fighting over her. You keep your hands off this insane, this insane minx. Pacey decides to ask her to go to prom with him, which is like, why, Pacey? You don't want to go to prom. But you definitely don't want to go with Andy. But White Knight's got a White Knight, you know? Yeah, it's the first time where it's like, oh, man, White Knight's heart isn't even in this. <laughs> yeah, like he, the way he asks her is like, oh, you want to go prom? Might as well have started it with. <sighs> Both Joey and Pacey, one in accepting the invitation and the other asking, both look like they do not want to do this. No, it's it, everybody's doing shit. It looks like, it, like, is this under duress? Yeah, like you clearly don't want to do this. But obviously, Pacey has some ulterior motives of his own. Sure. There's not a pure motive in the entirety of this goddamn episode. So it is prom night. Dawson showing up at the Potters. Joey dressed like, I don't know, like a 40-year-old. She's got like a shawl. Yeah. 
Yeah. Or like a cape. I don't know, like a shawl cape thing <laughs> going on. Hi, I'm a, I'm a money superhero. <laughs> I, I, I rob from the poor and give to hedge funds. So they're, you know, taking photos and it's just like, hey, if your date looks like this, your date's face looks like this, she doesn't want to go to no prom with you. She doesn't want to be in this room with you. Yeah. So Dawson, just like weird move having a good time weird having a good time (laughs) he pulls out a box of diamond earrings yeah yeah joey's like i can't take that that's like i'm not gonna give it i'm not giving these to you all right buy these for you weird asshole (laughs) they're on loan poor girl (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah no i'm I'm just gonna go ahead and give you some fucking diamond earrings number one you're not fooling anybody poor girl he's like these are my mother's and they're on loan for the night and it's just like Seems over the top. Yeah, it's like it's a big swing, and yeah, I don't like the vibe. And she's like, I can't. I really can't. And like, listen, there's, I can't, but I want to. So I'm just saying I can't. And there's like, I can't because I don't want to. And this is, I can't, I don't want to. Away from me. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Yeah, like where, you know, somebody's being polite to say no. This is not being polite. No, don't. I don't want any, don't touch me. I don't want anything to do with you. I don't want to go to the prom with you. I don't want to go prom, period. Yeah, these these earrings are too deep a story. Yeah, so she puts on the earrings. They take another picture and just another picture of somebody who doesn't want to go to prom with her date. Right, and a guy who's just like, my plan is working to perfection. Yeah. Gnarly energies. Yeah, it's like, Dawson, come on. Yeah, and it's, Dawson, you, you know what you're doing. Have the fucking forethought to be like, this is only going to make somebody miserable. We cut to Larry's Fresh Fish. We have some people who walk by with tattoos, and Gail's like, interesting crowd. And Mitch is like, yeah, we locked the register. And she's like, I'm on it. A real judgy. Well, listen. <laughs> you know, for a, uh, two people who are hosting an anti-prom, that's kind of judgy. Cape Cod Whites are going to Cape Cod White. <laughs> We see Jack and Ethan at the table by themselves. Just real awkward. Jack seems really uncomfortable. Yeah. And Ethan tells him, that, like, I'm not going to ask you to dance with me or anything. I'm going to ask you for shit. <laughs> yeah, it just feels like nobody wants to be doing anything they're doing. Everybody should just be at their houses. <laughs> or nobody wants to be aware of how they feel. Right. It's happening on both sides of every conversation, yeah. so they can't, like, get out of their own head by just, like, talking to this person, because they'll just talk about the situation. Yeah, so luckily, Jen and Henry, Dawson and Joey show up, so it's a little bit less awkward. Yeah, a little. Until Blue Blood Jen here immediately <laughs> gravitates to Joey's uh, earrings and is like, the beautiful earrings. Ooh, those have got to be the most beautiful cubic zirconias I've ever seen. You know, things can only be unawkward for two seconds because then Andy and Pacey show up together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Andy, super happy, smiling. Pacey, just not, not. Yeah, he's, he seems like he's like, like if you could take Xanax and it bummed you out <laughs> rather than like making you not give a fuck. If you split the difference between those two conceptions of Xanax, like that's been Pacey mostly this whole episode. He's just kind of like, whatever. Yeah, he's uh. depressed. No, I know. I, I know what it looks like. What'd you take, a Zanny bar or an emo bar, kid? Uh, an emo brand Zanny bar. Dawson asks Joey if she wants to dance. They get up and dance. Andy and Pacey sit down in their place. And just like, sad face Joey catches sad face Pacey's eyes. You know, like, we should be together. This is bullshit. It's like, yeah, you should be together. Stop doing all this bullshit. Yeah. These looks aren't helping. 
Yeah, it's pretty dire. You plan an, an entire separate prom like event and this is the vibe you're bringing to it it's just like ugh, should have stayed home it's fucked up for dawson to tell joey this is just a friend thing who i would just want to go as friends 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 blah 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 and then i want to do a thing friends don't do god like, i mean like friends do go to prom together but like yeah you know when somebody's going with a friend and somebody who's going with more intentions than a friend and that's the thing, is that, like, you can say what you want about Dawson, but one thing you can definitely say is that, like, it's so patently obvious that what he's looking for is a, 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 like a, a relationship. And, you know, it's it's up to Joey to decide whether she can deal with having that in the background, but also don't be naive. Yeah, also don't be naive. You know what he wants. And then... He's not gonna, he's not gonna like, pounce on you in a toilet. As Dawson put on this fucking anti-prom... Put it all together because you think you're going to have this special night. And the whole time your date is just like, I don't want to do this. And it's like, well, why did you say yes? It's like, I get he's being a dick, like setting this thing up. But like, like, Joey, you shouldn't have said yes. You just shouldn't have. You're creating drama where there doesn't need to be drama by saying yes. If you had just said no, he would have been a little bit sad, but we would have all moved on with our lives. Rather than being stuck with an actively like bad date. Yeah, and then seeing Pacey being upset about it, like nobody had to like have this situation. You could have just gone to regular prom. You could have just had like no dates. We'll all just be friends, and we'll all just go and hang out and whatever. You know, Joey didn't have to go with a date. Joey didn't have to go to prom at all. She doesn't love to dance. <laughs> Jen and Henry dancing, and they're just having like a weird awkward conversation about sex and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like whatever, like whatever, um, Jen thought would be the right approach to addressing this and like extinguishing any awkwardness has resoundingly backfired. Yeah, they're just like trading awkwardness. We cut to Ethan and Jack. Ethan's like, you know, this is a really great step for you. And Jack's like, can we just cut the like gay Yoda shit <laughs> and just like not talk about anything? Can we just hang out? And Ethan drops his bomb that, you know, he, when he was Jack's age, never actually did anything like this in public. Like he was too afraid. You motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Jack's like, what? What? <laughs> yeah. That little, that little, um, bomb drop is just like, oh, so I'm the motherfucker who's going to put my neck out. <laughs> yeah. You don't know any of these people. Your, your dad's not here. You don't know any of these people. You know, Ethan's like, I thought we could do this actualization together. And he's like, yeah, in front of everybody I know. Yeah. What are you actualizing? You have no risk at all. Like, yeah. what the fuck? No skin in the game, baby. <laughs> yeah, it's um, weird move, Ethan. Yeah, uh, but also overreaction on Jack's part. Sure, he shouldn't have, have been that pissed. Uh, Jack walks off. Yeah. And we pan back to Jen and Henry. Henry drops a little bit of a ball on oh, yeah. on Jen here that like Jen has you know, brings up like, hey, you know, I was thinking maybe this summer we could like go up to the Hamptons. I don't know what the fuck she says, like some wasp shit. Yeah. Wasp yeah, shit. Yeah, it's like yeah, pick some yeah, pick some fucking wasp ass uh place you yeah. go in the summer. And he's like, Well, actually I have to go to football camp. And she's like, What? What the fuck is football camp? <laughs> And he's like, yeah, like I'm gonna go to football camp. Like, yeah, go, you go to it every year. No, it's my favorite thing in the world. She's so upset that he dropped this on her. Yeah. She tells him that like whatever chance you had to have sex tonight, Henry, is gone. All right. I had a chance. 
this? And he's like, oh, we are, we are, you said we were going to have sex. And she's like, of course you say that. You say that. <laughs> so it's like, you know, if it, if it does happen, then it's like spontaneous right. and like, you know, there's no pressure. So why is this all going to be a riddle? And Terry's like, fuck. God damn it. No, like, it's funny, like, I think watching Henry and stuff and just like watching the way he reacts and interacts, like, I think that at least he has to be like partly a function of the writers being like, all right, our kid characters like talk like adults. They, they don't act like kids. They're not believable. Like, I feel like Henry was the chance to be like, this is what it would be like if they were all just like dumb kids. Yeah. Henry makes all the mistakes that like you would think a 15 year old boy would make. Yeah. A 15 year old boy would not think about having to tell his girlfriend that he has to go to a football camp because duh, he has to go to a football camp. He's a football player. You're smothering me. No, and like nothing he says is smart or interesting. Of course I go to football camp. Like all football players go to football camp. Huh. Yeah. That's where you go when you're a football player. Yeah. How do you not know that? Bandos go to band camp. They don't gotta huh. tell you. Shit. They had to put in a movie for anyone to know that. So Jen's way upset. She walks off. He's just like, fuck. <laughs> She's Jack and Ethan levelist. Yeah, so we are on the dance floor, Joey and Dawson. Joey is kind of, like, upset. She's like, can I ask you, yeah. like, a question, Dawson? Why don't you bring me here tonight? And he's like, what? So you could, like, throw jabs at Pacey all night? And I, I and he's like, well, I, don't, I didn't even know he was going to come. Why would I ask you? She's like, you're just parading me around like your trophy, like you won. Mm. I don't. Maybe there were some scenes that were cut out, like right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, it's like uh, we're just dancing. Doss is not man. doing any of that shit, you know. No, he's, yeah. he's like, and it's Pacey um, who keeps staring at them, not Dawson staring at Pacey. Will not stop. Yeah, the energy is definitely heading in that direction. Like this is more, I think, Joey's guilt. Yeah. Than Dawson doing something at this moment. He's just like, no, my my plan's larger, more macro. It's not happening. Uh, he's right just now. like, you know, like doing normal dance shit. He's not like, hello, everybody. Look at my date, Joey Potter. Can I just say again, my date, Joey Potter? He's not like dancing, like beat it style, super aggressively, like at pace. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like he's trying not, to provoke like, a battle. <laughs> uh, gonna like dance battle Pacey or something. Yeah, this is yeah. just Joey, I think, feeling guilty about Pacey. It also probably comes from the fact that, like, she's got both Pacey and Dawson there. So, ostensibly, you know, the entire friend group is there, and it would seem like that would be, like, a step towards getting back to normal, That she, which is what she wants, but, like, she's feeling instantly that, like, oh, no, this, this isn't this is the same normal. at all. This, yeah. this sucks. Yeah, this, this sucks. Like, <laughs> I don't like. I don't know what uh, what like variables I have to pull, but like this is this isn't what I'm. Uh, this isn't my target right now. Yeah, and Dawson's just like, well, I didn't think he was gonna come here. Like, what right does he have to come here to my parents' uh, restaurant to the prom I threw? This is the Leary Empire. <laughs> I thought we we're gonna leave each other the fuck alone. Which honestly, I know it sounds shitty, and Joey points it out that you know, considering the the circumstances that you we created this prom, who are you to exclude anybody? Mm -hmm. But I would feel the same way. I would feel like I'm not gonna exclude him. Obviously, like he's here, yeah. but like, how dare he, dude? I would go one step further. I would like I would be like, don't come. We're not friends. We're not yeah. like I don't like you. Every time you look at me, you want to murder me. That's it's not the vibe I'm looking for here. I don't want to look at you. Like we're not friends. Why would you come here? Like I wouldn't go to. I don't know, Doug's house and hang out. Yeah, I wouldn't go to another regatta <laughs> and race your boat. Like it, it is like I get 
Dawson's point of view here. It's just like, why totally. would you show up here? That he's like, he's gumming up the works. I got a plan. <laughs> I got a plan, plan like, man. About. You're ruining it. And, da- and Pacey's like, that's why I'm here. I know you, Dawson. You you were just going to throw a prom to throw a prom. You got a plan. <laughs> this all stinks of Dawson plan. Yeah, like Pacey knows. Yeah. He's got to gum up the plans. He's got to, like, make a little show. Well, gumming up the plans, that's that's in uh, that's in the Witter's blood. <laughs> He still owed vengeance from almost getting hit by that boat. <laughs> hey, man. All's fair in love and regatta. I always say that. I've been disqualified from 10 regattas. <laughs> For not giving uh, Sillies the right away? Yeah. Oh, man, it's fun. And I, I never learn. Oh, fuck them. <laughs> they never either. You, you, get to, you get to race again. Every time I walk off, I think I won. <laughs> you know, Joey's just like, oh, all right. It's all about you, isn't it, fucking Dawson? It's all about you tonight. Like who cares? Absolutely, you know, absolutely. Who cares about me, right? Or what any any of this is doing to me? <laughs> He's like, nope, don't give a shit about that. Das is like, well, can we just start over? Can we just have a good time? Okay, it's like, no, we can't. She doesn't want to be here with you. That pissed me off so much because he was like trying to do that fucking Dawson thing or, or just that move. Listen, let's start over. Let's just start over. You can't, Joey, Dawson. You can't start over. You can never yeah. start over. You've been around your own relationship for this long. Like, you know you can't just be like, press a reset button. Yeah, she's like, I gotta, I gotta just, I need, I need a breather. Totally. And then she goes outside. This is my favorite scene in the show. It's her and Jack. And Oh, totally. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. they have this moment where it's like, here are two characters who really need a friend. Mm-hmm. Especially Joey. Joey just needs a straight up friend. Oh, totally. Not anybody who needs something from her. And she finds Jack in this moment. She asks, what are you doing out here? And he's like, I'm hiding from Barbara John. And she's like, what? She's not here. He's like, no, not literally, Joey. Figuratively. Oh, oh, fucking Captain Broom figured out what the difference between figuratively and literally is. Don't give me that attitude. Yeah, he's just like, I think I like totally ruined the night with Ethan. I don't think he's going to forgive me for the way I acted. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah. you overreacted, buddy. It happens. But it is nice. To, it is nice to have Jack be like, "This is the thing I did. I think this is the result. You know, these will be the consequences." When you do something and you immediately understand the consequences uh-huh. that you just mm-hmm. like of your actions or your words. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> like that feeling, I like understand yeah, yeah. so well. Like of just the immediately mistake. regretting <laughs> something you did or said. Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah. Where like. Where you realize it so quickly that you're like trying to grab at the last three words with your hands. Whimper. No, totally. Whimper. There's supposedly an extended anime cut. Oh, really? Yeah. I'd love to see it. There's supposed to be like an extended Tarantino Kill Bill cut that's like six hours long or something. Was it like six hours long? Yeah. I watched the whole fucking thing. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, I full that. on I that like that anime section, like. Another, like, 20 minutes of that anime section. Awesome. Um, I'm into it. I don't know. Maybe one day we'll get it. We're getting the Zack Snyder cut next month. I can't wait. It's like... I can't wait because then people could be like, Oh. Oh. He sucks. (laughs) He's a shitty director. There's no way. There's no way a a longer cut of Justice League is better. You know what this thing needed? More shit. So Joey tells Jack that, like, it was just a year ago that you were standing here and full of pain and loneliness. She says that now, and Jack's like, and now you're here by yourself, full of pain and loneliness. Fun, huh? (laughs) 
Life's crazy, isn't it? Life's crazy. Oh, um, and remember, you also had all that pain and loneliness when we broke up because, you know, ready to admit, I, I was, you know what? It's been, it's been a tough year for you, Joey. Good to see you. Good to talk. Good talk. He tells Joey that he knows how sad it is to hide who you are. Mm-hmm. As Joey's like, I just want everybody to be friends again, and like, I don't want to be in the middle. If your goal is that you want everybody to be friends again, then you are doomed to the middle. Yeah. Because because you are the one trying to enact forces on both sides to pull them to the middle. And then like they hold hands and just stay there for like Joey's just like, can we just stay out here for a minute? Yeah. <sighs> Here yeah, so I really enjoy this moment with the two of them. It's really nice. You know, it's been a while since we've had Jack mm-hmm. and Joey time. I think it's always good when it's like one of like our three main characters with somebody else that they don't usually talk yeah. to. Like it gives totally. It makes it feel more like they're a real group of friends mm-hmm. instead of like satellites that orbit around this love triangle. You know? Right. Yeah. 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 They have an active like inner life. With each Outside other. Outside of yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we cut to back inside, and we have Gail and Mitch dancing. Mitch is like, I don't want to play these games anymore with you. He wants a DTR. Yep, yep. He's like, I'm not, I don't want to just be some, like, side booty, all right? Yeah. You need st- I'm not Mr. Old Booty over here. Yeah. Mr. Man Meat wants to know what is going on. When am I getting cooked? You know, he's like, you need to, like, step up and tell me. Like, what are we? What is our relationship? And he was also, just, like, he was like, I'm always the one who's, like, I gotta say, like, what this shit is. I don't know what you're thinking. You you, 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 you have to, uh, I declare a thumb war. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, man. It's like, you're too old for this it. shit. You're too old this, for the game. This is some childish shit, Gail. Tell this man how you feel. We see Joey walk in, and she walks over to Pacey and says, I've been meaning to do this all night. Do you want to dance, Pacey? And Pacey's like, yeah! Duh! Do do I ever? Oh, my God. You never I've been sitting over here. Oh, my God. I was just like, I was thinking about it the whole time, and then I was like, she's not gonna. She walk out with Jack. What, is she gonna dance with Jack? And now here you are. But like that, if you were on, like, a Quaalude. They have a very magnetizing energy in this dance yep. and he's like why does this feel so good and she's like maybe because we took those dance lessons and we have a very famous moment here in Dawson's Creek where he says why are you wearing these earrings they're not they're not right for you yeah they're not you and she's like why because I'm just a poor tomboy and he's like no it's not it's just not you it's flashy and he grabs her bracelet and says this is more like you just simple and beautiful right oh before she says because because Dawson gave it to me and he's like no doesn't help. That doesn't help, though. I mean, if you, if you really want to know. Yeah, so he says, you know, this bracelet is more like you. It's not showy or gaudy. It's just simple and beautiful. Simple and beautiful. And she's like, my mother gave it to me. And he says, I remember. He says, I remember everything. In, in a tone of voice where it's just like, you're saying that like it it did not come out sounding as reassuring as I think you <laughs> maybe meant it to. Well, I think a lot of people would disagree with you. They love this moment where he says, I remember everything. Really? Interesting. Yes. Well, yeah. as somebody who does remember everything, <laughs> I don't know. I, like, it's funny. I had like a slightly different take on this, yeah. uh, on that exchange. Yeah, they find it very romantic. Wow. Yeah. Super manipulative to me. I don't think it's manipulative. I think he's just... I think he's just being like, you know, honest with her. Fair enough. I think this is the only moment anybody in this show is being honest to anybody at this moment. It's Pacey and Joey okay. yeah, dancing yeah. here. Like, this is what they want. This is the uh-huh. last time. Oh, the, like, every the this whole general, episode, absolutely. everybody yeah. is doing stuff they don't want to do. 
and this is the only moment where somebody's two people are doing something to each other that they want. Right. Nobody's doing it because they're supposed to forced like to supposed or supposed to, to yeah. or manipulated to or like whatever. Yeah. They just want to. But, you know, we see Andy and Dawson look at her them and Joey catches Dawson's eye. And this is what this this really makes me mad that Joey chases after Dawson. Yeah. Yeah. It's over. It's, it's broken. Like, it's done. You're done. It's done. So what are you cha- what are you gonna say to him? Yeah. What are you, you gonna say to over. him? Oh, I thought we were just gonna be friends. Who cares who I dance with? Of course. Of, of course, course he cares. He, cares. <laughs> he engineered this entire dance, goddammit. Yeah. Is she trying to be so naive in the sense that like that that like if she, if she just if she the she's saying I'm trying to just get everything back to normal and I thought if I dance with him and I dance with you and it'd just be like we're all friends. It's like, no, the way you dance with him is different than the way you dance with Dawson. It's sexy as fuck. <laughs> yeah. I don't like this like it's, Joey being like, I don't know. I'm just like It begs the question is like, do you think by behaving like as if you are this naive will just like magically solve the universe into like behaving in a naive uh, did way. Did you just like, not like... feel that energy that you had with Pacey? Weren't you not just in that moment and felt how good that felt and how like amazing you two are together? Now you're pretending that it's just like, I just thought we we're just like all our friends and yeah. it's like, it's not, it's just not. It's not. I almost killed him with a boat last week. Like Joey, please be honest with yourself. Right. You can't have it all. You don't even want it all. <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing. Is it like she's fighting for that for right now for like the half that like if she was being honest with herself, she could take her leave. Yeah. Even Doss is like, you can't have been that naive to think that's all I wanted. I told you this night was about moving forward. You don't bring diamond earrings to the girl you're just like friends with. My best, you're my best friend. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's no person who's ever put an heirloom of any kind on their pal. And then he says this thing, which I wish the writers didn't do, where he was like, this whole night wasn't about Jack. It was just about you. All right. right. It's like, it kind of like. <laughs> You get it with that. You didn't have to say it. You didn't have to say it. It just makes him sound like, seems like such a fucking awful person. Yeah, that like, that. yeah, that one was just like, it was like a bridge too far. We're just like, fuck Jack. He can dance with some dude wherever the fuck. This is about me, baby. Again, I don't understand why they wouldn't make Dawson, if not equal choice, a still valid choice. A, d- a dark horse, a possible. But uh, uh, the yeah, way not, he behaves, no. they make him seem like there is no way in any possibility she would choose Dawson. No one would choose Dawson right now. And even if she chose Dawson, it would be like some kind of weird, like, like it's like like stunted, like just stunted emotionally. Like you just can't. Uh... Like you would just blame her for it more than like anything. Like if she were to choose oh, God, Dawson, yeah. like why did they make that choice? It would have been more interesting to have Dawson be an equally viable option. Right. A different feeling than Pacey, a different emotion than Pacey, but yeah. just as viable. That, like, he offers something different, but also yeah. as alluring as Pacey. But we, he's not giving yeah, anything anybody wants here. <laughs> no, yeah, there's there's zero... There's zero fuck energy coming off of <laughs> That's why it makes me so angry that she chases that. What are you chasing after? Yeah, like... What what specter of Dawson's past are you trying to make sure doesn't leave? Yeah, like, what are you chasing after? He's just like, you know, I just wanted to remind you of this moment of, like, what we had, what we could be, you know? Like, that's why I did this night. And she's like, so that I would pick you? 
Yes! Now you Don't get joy. No, so you would pick Pacey. <laughs> like, yes, of course. But you, but he says you have to pick somebody, Joey. You don't get to not right. pick. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> baby, like, the breaks. This is like you're gonna have to pick somebody. I feigned it, recognizing your own agency, but I'm drunk with power of making my own prom. Now you have to choose. You'd be missing a lot of you know. She's like, really. I don't feel it right now. And he goes in to kiss her, which is like I don't know if you're reading the situation correctly, Dawson. Oh yeah, like read the room, dog. But then she she accepts his kiss. Yeah. Later on, when she's when she goes and talks to Dawson again, yeah. that makes me furious. It makes me fucking furious. Oh, it was, it was upsetting. Yes. Yeah. So Dawson goes in for a kiss, which she accepts, you know, and he says, you know, that's how the night was supposed to end, and he walks off. And then we just have Joey just kind of like standing there alone, crying. Never like to see that. No, you don't like to see it. And it's also just like then a double reflects back on Joey, where it's just like, shit, I ran after him, and now I'm still standing out here by myself. But I just stayed inside. I've been fine. We cut to Jen and Henry walking home. It's going good. And like, you know, I guess she hasn't said anything to him and or talked to him the whole rest of the night. Henry says, listen, football camp, that has nothing to do with you. I didn't make that decision. She's like, exactly. I'm here. I'm like making all these summer plans, thinking we're going to have this amazing summer together and thinking about you. And you're not even thinking about me, you dickhead. <laughs> yeah. If you thought that this was going to be the... um the attack to take that, that would get her less mad. Like, I finally decide to, like, let my guard down and to let somebody in, and you don't even think about me. All you're thinking about is fucking football camp. You know, and, like, I get Jen, you know, here. It's like, yeah, I do get, like, football camp. Like, you want to be on the team, you got to go to football camp. I get that. Whatever, man. starting QB. You'll be fine. They're no good anyways. Like, that's another thing. Yeah. Like, who cares? Why do you got to go to football camp? Uh, You're no fucking good anyways. This is the team you have where you've been going to football camp? Yeah, don't go. It's waste your money. She says, I just can't deal with you anymore. You know, she walks in and he's like, listen, I'm not going to come back this time. Oh, boy. Like, I'm not going to do this again and again and again with you. I'm not, there's not going to be any posters. There's not going to be any grand gestures. Yeah. If you walk in right now, we're done. That's it. The young man's folly of the ultimatum. Yeah. This is like when simping goes bad, you know? It's just like, I've had, yeah, like, I've yeah. had it up to here with the simp shit. And, and, but it's just like, too late, dog. You can't do king shit when you've been doing simp shit this long. Yeah, you don't have any cards. You're not holding any cards. Yeah, you had no leverage. Come on. Peace out. Yeah. Have fun Have fun at fucking football camp. Like, I do think it's annoying when somebody's always, like, walking away from you. When you're in the middle huh? of like a fight or a conversation, that is irritating. Like, I get that. That's irritating, and like he doesn't want to do that. He wants to like continue this conversation so that they you can right. fix it here. Let's hash this shit out. Yeah, but Jen's done. Like Jen's just done. Jen's like fixed. It's yeah. you know what? This is how I fixed it. Yeah. Peace out. We cut to it, the train station. <laughs> like Ethan is like in full tuxedo going on a train. Yeah. And so I don't know. I, I feel like I would have changed at some point. <laughs> No, I, I rented this tuxedo for a night. Everyone gets to see it. Yeah, so Jack chases after him and is like, hey, are you leaving? It's like, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, was, I, I, I like watching the fucking trains. I do heroin. You numb nut. What do you think I'm going to hang out the rest of the night? You just like totally off. <laughs> like, yeah, like, stand, like get you some punch or something. Jack's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. I just. I was mad. But, and like, I. So, you know, you totally get Ethan here, and then it's also, this is not the first howdy angry Jack that he's had to spend an evening with. Yeah. Like, you know, starts to speak to pattern after a while. Right, yeah. And, you know, Ethan tells Jack that, like, maybe you weren't ready for any of this. And Jack tells him that, like, you know, I 
I think we shouldn't have gone to the prom before we like define what this is, what this is. And he's like, what do you mean? DTR. He's like, I don't think I like. Oh, you can't, you can't be with I can't, uh, somebody. I don't think I like. feel the way. Yeah. It wasn't like I didn't want to go to the prom with you. I think I just didn't want to go to the prom with somebody who didn't feel the same way yeah. about me that I feel about them. You know, it wasn't because you were a guy or. I didn't want to go to the prom with you. I just wanted to go to the prom with somebody who wanted to go with me. And Eva says, listen, I, I like you. I just like mm. don't think you're ready for this, and I'm not going to make the first move on you. Right. Yeah. Which is respectful. So, and then he, Ethan calls his bluff and is like, okay, if you're oh. ready. Oh, so painful. <laughs> like, kiss me. Fuck. Oh, man. Ugh. He dares him, and he just can't fucking do yeah, it. Yeah, he's like, kiss me. If you're ready to be in a relationship with another guy. They kiss yeah. me right here in front of everybody. Pull the sixpence down the rich on me, buddy. Yeah, and uh, Kurt Smith's so good. Anytime he gets something like this heavy to do, he he does a great job. Murders it. Murders it. Can't do it. He can't do it. You know, and Ethan walks away. And just like that, he just lets him walk away. And there's nobody, there's nobody even there. <laughs> That's the thing. Is it like... He didn't get there as the train was about to pull out of the station. Ethan's just going to go sit down outside. <laughs> Wait another fucking 20 minutes. He's on a bench right now being like, ah, shit. No. Man. <sighs> Bro. You can't have what you want if you can't take it. Some, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. If you're not you ready to take yeah. it. When it's being presented to you, then you're just not ready. Yeah, make a grand declaration if you want, but like that wasn't even an ultimatum. It was like it was, it was just simple. A bluff. Like, if the, he if called this his bluff. Who you are. You say you're ready? You want to be in a relationship with another dude? Kiss me. And it's like one of those things where it's like, if he was ready and he kissed him, it's like, it would almost be like a makeup kiss. Like, that would have been some intense shit. You would have loved it. Yeah. Uh, we cut to uh, Andy and Pacey, and Pacey's just kind of like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just, I thought I generally wanted to go with you. I did, but I don't. So fucking funny. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, it's like, yeah, when I got to your house, I. Really, really thought that I liked you. <laughs> but then I saw Joey, and I was like, mm, I don't think I give a shit about Andy. Yeah, deuces, McPhee. Yeah, and he's just like, what can I do to, like, what can I do? And he's, she's just like, you can't do anything. Fucking never be born, you son of a bitch. You just can't, like, Andy's really generous in this moment, and it's like. Too generous. I was like, I do think too generous. I do you, think Andy. too generous, but she is generous in this moment and says to him the, yep. like. I didn't have it. I wouldn't have it in me. At least you got to dance with her. You got to have a moment with her. It's more than I could say by myself. Yeah, fuck, man. That's uh, that's a lot of growth. That's being a bigger person, definitely. I think it's part of what made me so uncomfortable was just like, I know like deep down to my bones that I could not be that, <laughs> a better person <laughs> in that way in that moment. Like, just to be that generous in that moment and not think about yourself and just be like, hey, Pacey, at least you got to, you know, you got to hold her. You got to dance with her. I know it's not everything you wanted, but it's something. Like, the only way I could, in a situation like that, say something like that is if I was doing it to be, like, darkly ironic <laughs> and was actually just, like, drawing attention to, like, how absurd it is that I was telling you that. <laughs> but to just be that, like, gen that generosity of spirit is impressive. Pacey tells Annie that he's going to spend the summer sailing down the East Coast. Very Hemingway-esque. Going to blow his brains out in Key West. Huh? Pretty Hemingway, huh? Pretty Hemingway, huh? Like, yeah, no, I like J.D. Salinger. Go hide in a house. And she asked if, have you told Joey? And he's like, no, like, I haven't. And and he's like, you have to tell her. So you have to give her a chance, you know. Like, make a choice, yeah. Make a choice, which, you know, you just remember in high school, summer was, like, such a big deal. Like, 
Summer could make him break every the whole like everything your relationship with anybody. Yeah, who knows what happens by September? Especially when you're younger, uh-huh. you would not see your friends sometimes for a whole summer. Totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who knows what? what yeah, if they didn't live to. near you, or they were like on a family vacation or some shit. Yeah, or sailing down the coast, you know. Real Hemingway stuff. Yeah. You know, you could not see your friend for a whole summer yeah. or your significant other or whatever for a whole summer. Like, it, it's crazy. Like, yeah. you know, we didn't have this, the communication tools that kids have now where it's like oh, yeah. you're connected to your friends 24-7. Like, you couldn't, like, just text your friend or FaceTime your friend or I am your friend. In elementary school, if your friends didn't live in the same neighborhood as you, you would just not see them until the next school year. Yeah, or if you're like me, every other school year, you just move somewhere else. And, and so the big surprise... Uh, September at that old school was like, oh, hey, Chris doesn't go here anymore. And Pacey's just kind of like, yeah, maybe. Maybe I'll regret it. Maybe I won't. I don't know. And, and he's just like, you will, you dummy. You, d- you idiot. You think I don't know who you are? So next day, the morning, we're at Dawson's porch. Dawson's reading a book. Joey comes over. Joey comes over and just like, hey. What's she up? She brought back the diamond earrings. <laughs> Shouldn't have done that. Sell them shit. I pawned it. Yeah. That's how I wanted the night to end. She tells Daza that, like, I don't think they're quite me, but they, they're as fun to wear. And then she says this fucking insane thing that, like, makes me go, <laughs> why? What are you doing? What are you? What are we doing here? Like, she says to Daza that when Dawson kissed her, she can't lie. She felt something. Something that she wasn't expecting. Ugh. And something that probably will always be there. It's like, I can't, I can't, I can't with Joey right now. Ugh. Well, where, like, where does this, where did this come from? Yeah, and what are you talking about? What are you talking about? What, what are you moment, talking what about? feeling? Why would you yeah. have any of this, these feelings? And even if you, even if you did, why are you telling this shit right, right now? Right, like, you're not even, let's say she, did, okay, she felt these feelings. Mom. These these thoroughly ambiguous feelings. Like, these feelings of, like, she remembered what it was like to love him, and she's saying that, like, maybe she will always love him. Okay. Ugh. Great. There are people I will always love, I think. Yeah, me too. I'm not going to tell them, and I'm not going to, like, but especially if I'm no. in love with somebody else. There's, there's a difference between me, there's somebody you will always love, and there's somebody yeah. you're in love with right now. Absolutely. And I lied. I don't don't think there are people I would always be in love with or love. I just don't think so. That's fair. Uh, I I don't think think there's anything wrong with that. I said it out loud. I was like, I don't think so. Like, there are people (laughs) I will have good feelings towards. You'll you'll care. That you'll care. And that uh, I care about. Care about. I don't know if I love them. I just like. Maybe I do. But it's not like what Joey's trying to say. Like, Joey's trying to say, like, she will, like, I think she's implying that, like, she will She'll always, always have feelings for Dawson in that way. Ugh. And I don't like that. Yeah. And cause number one. Number one, you're like 16. All right. You don't know yeah. what the rest of your life is going to happen. What's going to happen. Okay, yeah, stop, girl? Stop making like, these the giant-ass down. declarations. You and Dawson always do this shit where everything's a fairy tale and things are bigger yeah. than larger than life. You're fucking 16. Calm your ass down. Second, like, we just went through some shit last night. This is well. like, you don't want to be with him. <laughs> You didn't yeah, want to go to prom a... with him, then you don't want no. to be with him. You're handing him this weird, like, half W that he doesn't deserve or, like, it does him neither him nor you any good. Like, you don't want to be with him. You don't, you yeah. clearly want to be with Pacey. 
I clearly want to be with Pacey. It's like it's 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 so e- it's like such an easy choice, you know. And she tells Dawson that like I can't choose. So like the writers are not showing us enough of the reason why she has those feelings for Dawson. That is the yeah, fault yeah. of the writing. The writing yep. and the the filmmaking is not showing us why she would have those feelings for Dawson. And so I we just as as the viewers have to accept it. Yeah, it's just a plot function. Like there's no yeah. there's no um. You're, like you're telling no us, you're not showing us points, that. Yeah. And so we have no connection to that. If we had a connection to that, it would make more sense when Joey says, I can't choose. And it would actually make the idea of the choice so much juicier and portentous and a part of good storytelling just because you're like, oh, there's there's an actual there's an actual choice to be made here is, is the implication, but there's not. So obvious what the choice is and nothing about the scene does anything to diminish. That. Yeah, I think it's just a, a huge fault of the writing and filmmaking that they don't show us how these feelings are even possible. Right. So she says, I can't choose, and I'm going to tell you the same thing I told Pacey. Please don't make me choose. I'm not ready, and I don't have an answer. And Dawson says, okay. And she's like, okay. Okay. <laughs> she's okay. like shocked. <laughs> <laughs> did you just like read a, did you just the like read a sign on okay. accident that said okay he's like yeah call me an eternal optimist but i have faith that you know you're gonna choose me and i'll just wait see on your deathbed you son of a bitch <laughs> yeah yeah and it's like those are the sorts of like declarations you make at 16 or 17 she's like i'll just wait i love you so much i'll wait forever that become like if he was like 30 30 something and he's like Oh, it's sad, man. Just go, like, go find someone else to love. It's cool. He says that he spent the whole year soul-searching, trying to find something, and he's found it. What he wants is her. The flag on her face is kind of like... <sighs> God. And it's just like, oh, you're not going to make me choose because you're just going to declare that you've chosen and that that's the law of the land around here. Uh, as this is happening, we see Gail running up on the lawn. Gail pissing me off. <laughs> running into the house and just, you know, yeah. calling for Mitch. She pulls Mitch over to sit down on the couch. And then she gets, she assumes the position. <laughs> she gets on her knee and she essentially proposes to him. Yeah. Yeah. You watch it an extra time and it's just like, oh, he's not, she's not blowing. I'm just going <laughs> to propose. Yeah. So the kids are walking in and as she's proposing, they see this. What are you two idiots doing? <laughs> So the saga of Gail and Mitch <sighs> come to an end that they are going to get back together. Does it come to an end? Though? In the book of Who Gives a Shit, <laughs> yeah. we finally get an answer. Oh, by the way. Yeah, close that book. Yeah, and we see Joey and Dawson's reaction where Dawson's just like, mm, cool. I don't care. And Joey's kind of like, what? Whose house is this? It's been a long night. Like they're kind of like half smile. I mean, I think Dawson is stoked inside. Like, sure, my parents are. I have parent, uh, bad parents that are back together again. Yeah, it's like listen, they're gonna be bad parents no matter what. No, yeah. you, you'll just go back to walking in on them like uh, heavy petting, like you used to. And it's just like you know, it's like they're fucking messes. They're not gonna find anybody. No. Now they work in the restaurant game. They got no fucking time to date. Yeah, it's just like they they need to just be together, all right? And you get married, and so that your relationship, your clandestine relationship, is isn't it? Couldn't be workplace harassment if it goes sour. And it's like you got all the the, they have all the physical lust for one another. They have. Oh yeah, 
This, I think that never went away. Mitch has gotten over the jealousy of the cheating. Yeah. He's let that yeah. pass. And now, you know, Gail's ready to like tie the knot again. Great. Great. Oh, I don't care. I don't care. No. Like, that's great. I don't care when most people I know are going to get married, <laughs> like these people. That's how the episode ends. We fade to black. Yeah. I think a good episode. I mean, all yeah. the dance episodes are always like full of drama, full of shit happening. Yeah. Nobody punched anybody. You got special event energy. But it definitely had it had punch it had punch energy, but nobody punched anybody. Sure. Yeah, would have liked to would have liked to maybe see a punch just for old times' sake. You know, I just don't like how everybody's just hiding from how they really feel and not being honest. Yeah. In this episode, I just like don't understand Joey at all. Like, I don't understand. Like, the writer's yeah. telling us that, like, Joey still has feelings for Dawson. Yeah, you, you're telling us. You're not showing us yeah. why she would do, like, have any of those feelings for him still. Because he kissed her, bro. It's like, yeah, man, I seen both of them kiss her. <laughs> That's not enough. Yeah, no, no. Like, we're not fools. Yeah. This isn't a fairy tale. Like, you need more details. It feels like you're tricking us into it. Right, that like eight episodes down the line, they'll mention like those feelings again, and it'll be far enough away from this episode that uh, that you'll be like, oh yeah, that's right, she still has feelings for him, and not be, like, like somehow just like sneak it past your own uh, brain. It's just we've had back to back episodes where he hasn't acted great to her. No, you know he did that that silly regatta shit where it's just like the fuck. Yeah. And he keeps trying to push her into, like, this place where she doesn't want to be. And he won't drop it. <sighs> yeah, and so, like, it doesn't seem like just that kiss is just going to sweep her and just be like, whoa, maybe I do care about... Like, I just don't buy it. Nothing against Joey. You know, it's just bad writing. I think it's just bad writing. Yeah. But I still like the episode. Me too. The Jack stuff... The Jack, Jack stuff, Jack stuff is, is great. Like, the, the Jack Joey moment is great. I just love that they... Great. I love when they can be friends, when people can just be friends. I don't... Honestly, on the rewatch, this on this rewatch, I don't find the romantic stuff as interesting as I I originally, you know, this was the storyline, you know, but I don't find it that interesting. I find all the moments where they're friends, where they're just like genuinely care and love for one another. Right. That's in their friendship, like, and that compassion to be so much more interesting. Interesting. I don't like Henry anymore. Nope. This relationship is silly. It's making. Jen be silly sometimes yeah. and like and it's like he has he has all the flaws of like dating a 15 year old and in another example of um, writers telling not showing Jen keeps talking about how interesting he is and like what a unique boy he is yeah you see it a couple times in like early Henry days like way before they're dating where he's like yeah this is kind of like a quirky weird kid yeah he like he's friends with the old lady he, yeah he like you know shit like, about flowers fixes he, roofs and yeah. like as yeah. a, even as a quarterback, like his physicality is like kind of weird and funny, but like for like the last like five or six weeks, he's just like is like boring kid. I like I don't care. Yeah, and the draw for Jen is supposed to be like he's so kid like, but it's like that works when the characters I think are in their twenties and thirties. I don't think it works when both characters are fifteen. Yeah, your kids like being kid like at fifteen is like it's it's not attractive. No, yeah, this uh, you know he's still uh, he's still. Um... Uh, eats his boogers. You know, having a kid like Wonder Man in disposition when you're yeah. 20, I can see that being attractive where you haven't lost that like wonderment and like yeah. the magic. But like at 15, it just feels like you're immature. Yeah. Yeah. Society hasn't uh, chased it from you yet because you're 15. <laughs> yeah. Where it's like, well, you, it you know, yeah, it doesn't feel novel at yeah. all. Yeah. Or like even, yeah. So I'm just kind of over 
that relationship. Yeah, I, uh, Henry would have to, as like as a character and as a performance, would have to really bring me something for me to give a shit about him. I don't anticipate him bringing me anything. Yeah, I feel really bad for Andy in this episode. Yeah, she should know better than to like go to it on to sure. dance Pacey, somebody who her ex, who she has feelings for, who she knows has feelings for somebody else, sure. who is one of her friends. On top of it, yep, we've all done dumb shit like that. Yeah, this like this one, you had to rent a dress. Like that's the, like the extra <laughs> I don't think girls rent dresses, Chris. No, I especially don't think girls like Andy rents dresses. Oh, that's probably true. But I don't think, I think most girls just buy their dress. Poor kid talking, I don't know how the show works. Yeah, you don't know about nothing. Jessica McClintock, that's the thing I know. <laughs> yes. Pacey. Pacey's kind of like, kind of narc, like, kind of like, narcotized in this episode. Like, like kind of zombified a little bit. Yeah, he's definitely like, neutered, you know, like a neutered Pacey, you know. He's just kind of like, depressed and like. I've been shamed sexually, I don't like, like, I don't, uh, I'm not used to this. Guess I'll go with you, I'm just so depressed. I mean, I get, I get why he's depressed, you know. Totally. But it, it comes out in the performance where it's just like, it's it, he's really like you know slow hobbling through the episode. Yeah, I do think the moment that him and Joey get together, I mean that yep. is like the most chemistry. Like they they just got it. Like every yep. time they're together, they just feel so like hot and heavy and like yeah. magnetized. You know, they 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 could be like fucking Mitch and Gale in the middle of the prom, just like like tear at each other. It's just so clear they want to be together. Yeah. I wish any of that energy were with Dawson, too, because then we would be like, okay, none of this it. is a hard decision. None of it, though. Like, not yeah, a, none not of it. A, not even close. Not a drip. Yeah. Like, it's so, like, it's like, this isn't a hard decision. No. I don't know how you can't choose, Joey. I'll choose for you. Neither. Dude, I feel like fucking, like, after this week, like, I feel like Dawson should be, like, third, and, like, Andy should be a Dark Horse second <laughs> choice for Joey. Yeah, like... If I'm Dawson, I'm like, listen, I've seen her around him. I lost. No, nah, man. I'm out. I'm out of the game. He's in such denial about it, though. Like, he can't can't admit it to himself. I've seen LeBron play. I ain't, I ain't LeBron. Nope. <laughs> I'll make a woman happy. Not in the way LeBron makes basketball happy. You know, it's just like, if you just see them together, how can you deny what they have? And then the whole night she's got, like, I don't want to be here face when she's dancing with you. Yeah, real. it's a real I smell shit face. Yeah, so like, I don't know. Maybe but he is like, the eternal optimist. It's, it's, I think it's, I think it's half he's the eternal optimist and half like fucking gone this far, man. I can't, I can't, uh. Still going back. I'm never going back. Yeah. Listen, yeah, I, I. Not uh, going to that cage, man. Can't go in that cage, man. Yeah, it's like, I fucking, uh, I jettisoned the, uh, the safety rocket a long time ago. We're we're taking this voyage to its end. Yeah, so um let's finish out the episode. Yeah, so that's what we thought of the episode. Yeah. Um one more episode left. End of the season. We finally made it. Like doesn't it didn't seem like we were gonna get to the end of this season. So been a long season. It didn't seem like we were gonna get to the end of uh uh, the physical year last year. So, like, let's pat ourselves on the back for the things that we did do. Let's see how the season ends. I mean, it could go either way, I guess, because Joey's telling us she kind of has feelings for Dawson again. Yeah, it's it's uh, creating a suspense I do not feel. So here's hoping that they can uh, figure that out. Super excited to get to the end of the season and to yeah. see if we get a, a a definitive answer. Are we going to get a cliffhanger? What's going to happen? <laughs> What happened? What happened? <laughs>
Yeah, so join us next time. I'm Brian. I'm Chris. And we're the Dawson Dudes. Love you, buddy.